0: Welcome to Wet Jeans, episode 31, featuring ASU Hockey Head Coach, Greg
1: Powers. And recording of wet jeans for any personal or unofficial use is expressly prohibited.
0: Prohibited. Any uploading wet jeans to the Pornhub is prohibited.
1: Breaking news, the Titanic, it's sunk. JFK and found every dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone is dead. Breaking news, Katy Perry found...
0: Corey Perry and Katy Perry... We're kissing on the lips. Kissing on the lips.
1: And breaking news is Lance Armstrong using performance-enhancing drugs. We're here to tell you the big scoop here. Rose
0: traded to the Knicks on NBC. I'm Liam McHugh, and I have to go. I have a field hockey tournament.
1: I'm, I'm stoned hurts. out of my mind. I am fucking big. I am drunk just my ninth white claw.
0: I'm fucking drunk.
1: This is wet jeans episode thirty. Wet jeans. Thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. Katy Perry really did have to go to court. Uh, I heard. I heard a little bit on, on the scoop. This is. This is uh, not a news podcast. Nope. But uh, she copied someone's song or something. Yeah, I read on
0: Twitter, jury to determine whether she copied a song. I'm like, hey, 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 jury, why don't you guys put that one in your back pocket? Not a political podcast, but why don't we find out why people can buy AK47s in stores. Yeah, and then go
1: shoot a bunch of people. For, first of all, what Not makes Not a political podcast. What makes pe- like regular people like decide whether a song is copied? Like I feel like you need like music experts. Like I think feel like you need like Randy Jackson and Paula Abdul on the on the in the, uh, uh, jury. In the jury. The jury dude. It would be hard. Wait, to it should it. be like The Voice where if if she, if she's guilty, they all tap the button on their chairs and it spins around. I think that's good. I think, I'm glad Twitter has some stupid news still. It's not like our modern day news on yeah. TV where everyone. Have started. you ever watched the news? I haven't watched the news in like three years because I last, try not to. Every time the news is on, it's just like local three-year-old found shot to death by a t- Florida yeah. man. Just who who died? Who got raped? Yeah. Local
0: local man raped and dead, and a fire was at was in the apartment at the same
1: time during that's the the. It's the, the crime that's why our parents are always so worried all the time like my mom she just yeah. watches
0: the craziest shit yeah that's why
1: parents are always worried like when it's like barely cold out they'll always freak out if you don't have a jacket with you cause one kid in Wisconsin got like, frostbite you know, on his chest when he was outside Husk, husking corn yeah yeah I just think the news is so stupid yeah it's just for Twitter. Still a little, not all the way. It's, by, like, new, it's yeah, newsy, it's, but it's not. It's not. It's not like like TV it's news. A little bit of newsy. Yeah, like the it's newsies, like, like Christian Bale.
0: It'll be like here's Twitter. It'll be like Trump, NFL player. You'll so the, never guess what's in Kim Kardashian's ass. Yeah, that.
1: and then and then uh, local YouTube star dies. Yeah, YouTube star. There's always every time there's a, a story about a YouTube star getting married or dying. I I don't know who it is. I don't think I know any YouTube stars. Because Johnny Sins isn't YouTube. No. Did I ever tell you that time I I cried
0: during a Johnny Sins? That was the only military video I've ever cried at. Really? Yeah, because there was this one scene where he had to go off to war, but then, like, the two girls didn't want him to go. And it was just, like, heart... It just really just wrenched my heart yeah. out of my stomach. But that then sounds they, they, like, to me
1: goosebumps. He, yeah,
0: but then he, like, mashed stumps with the two girls. And yeah. then he never ended up having to go to the war.
1: Really? So I, I cried for no reason. Oh, my, the last time I cried, I don't... I never cry because I'm uh, so tough. Last time yeah, I cried, yeah. I remember was the uh, the last scene in the original Willy Wonka where he tells Charlie that he's going to give him the, the factory, and he because he's getting too old and he needs uh, like a child's heart mm-hmm. to carry it on. Uh, that was the last time I. The, I think the only time I cried. What's Willy Wonka doing in that factory with those young men? The boys. The boys. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there's some kissing going on, but it doesn't show that in the movie. You have to yeah. read the book. Because that. Uh, the movie only shows he's just walking around giving out
0: chocolate. Yeah, something else is something sticky. Probably all that all that chocolate's roofied, but yeah, yeah. a lot of stickiness yeah. going on. So yeah, today we have on um, Coach Powers at ASU. Guy's a fucking rock star. Just terribly nice guy. it from the bottom. Now he's at. Now he's getting paid, which he should get paid. I can't imagine going to ASU and then. Ever becoming something yeah. positive.
1: That's the least, at least it's. I find solace in the fact that I don't really, I know I will never be like successful. So I don't really have to worry about it. It's a possibility. Yeah. You know? It's just less off your chest. Yeah.
0: Less off the sack. Yeah. I don't know, but it's crazy that he went to ASU as a player and then did, he's a fucking NCAA coach. Yeah. Do you I want went to
1: ASU for one reason. Things that are wet. Yeah, pools. It may be dry out in Arizona, tins. but everything stays wet. I'll tell you that. For we'll free. tell you that for free. Yeah, I like, I, my, like my, I like my. Was it your first first choice?
0: Was it my first time? Your first choice? To, oh, ASU. No, I was. Um, dude, I can't believe how fucking stupid I was. I was at like Quinnipiac and all these northeast schools that like value education, and I'm in these tours, right? You know, you ever do a college tour?
1: Yeah, I suck. I did. Do, I did some in Vermont. And I was like, I'm not going to school up here. Kids are, like,
0: asking, like, what's the, uh, wh- you know, what's the honor society like? And, wh- you know, where are the extra suriculars? And extra wh- curriculars. where do we recycle? And yeah. I'm like, where the, f- like, you know, where the fuck is the nearest Quiznos? So yeah. when I'm literally submerged in piss, I want to go eat a Quiznos like a toasty. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Quiznos. Quiznos. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care about these, you know, extra, uh, you know, helping the community. These kids are fucking. It's like going to a bigger high school. Yeah. So Yeah. I said no. I, I saw one. I said I'm going to fucking ASU. I like my titties. Like I like my. Uh, um. I like my friends. Like I like my titties. Just super fake. Yeah. And two two faced. Come out here, meet some really two faced kids that wear tank tops at restaurants.
1: That's what you get when you come
0: to ASU. You gotta. You got to be prepared for the stupidity. Not a lot of people realize that. Yeah, I,
1: I feel like my my opinion on like college and universities is the most valid because I went to three different schools in the four to five years that I went to to college because I started out in UNH, fucking hated it, and then came, went to an art school in Chicago, and I was like, why do I keep going to these cold schools? It's and stupid. I you know you and I just so I just came to ASU, and I was spent my entire college career in a lazy River.
0: Yeah, there's nowhere I'd rather spend. There's no way... It's the only place that I could be submerged in pee in one and, of the pools and be, like, it, unreal. Yeah.
1: So I, many cheats. My fear of pee completely washed away after I came to ASU. Because I was like, oh, there's a ton of pee in, in the Maya pool. There's a ton of pee in the Lazy River and District. It's whatever. It's literally a vacation. Everyone's on the same page. No
0: one wants to cite sources, talk about essays. Yeah. Everyone wants tequila. Drunk. Good things. Like, looking for our Ray-Bans. I've never... Fun fact: I have never walked out of my dorm onto ASU campus and not heard a kid say, "Yo, have you seen my Ray Bans?" Every time, every time, every time, literally yeah. every time. It's a
1: big Ray Ban school. Yeah, I don't get why we were told so like we had to cite our sources so much. Like they made it seem like it was a mortal sin, or what do they call it? Mortal. What's it, like the tops? What's the worst sin? Like the a Johnny sin? Like the div- Division One sin? Oh, Johnny sin? Yeah. Yeah. You're kind
0: of like – you got traded around. Did you get traded from these colleges or did yeah, you
1: like kind want to leave? I just uh, – they didn't like my attitude, so they sent me to a different school. So you're like a military kid. Yeah. Of college.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they – I don't know why they uh, – I refuse to cite my sources. They beg, like, Rob, this is an A paper, but you don't cite anything. You got to – your, I got it from the internet, that's enough Yeah, you don't Just need write it, just write
1: you know. cited in, in big Times room and font and then under it just write the internet like, Listen Karen, I'm fresh
0: out of the Atlantic Junior Hockey League, I don't want to hear about your Hypothesis sorting uh, Algorithms, I don't I don't really care
1: Yeah, we. you just cite every single time You used an idea from something, which is insane Like, okay, so do I have to cite the dictionary After every single word? Yeah Because that just, I got that from somewhere else
0: I usually couldn't even focus in class because, A, there's even too much bond smoke. Yeah. Like, there was so much smoke in the auditorium. You ever have, like, one of those classes with 400 kids in it? Yeah. Just filled with smoke. Can't even see the profession. And the other time, I'll be in class, ready to learn, blah, blah, listening to a bunch of kids in clippers jerseys going, Yeah, but she's hotter in person. And all of a sudden, there'll just be this. Like, I'm going to do it for you. That's all I heard during class was kids.
1: So much. Yeah, because in the. So many in, bubblers. In the back rows, you can. Uh, you can. Like, the teacher can't even see you. legal here. Yeah, it's legal in the back rows.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, ASU is just filled with idiots. That's what I liked about it. I can fit in. Like, I recited that one time. I had a kid that wanted to go to four or five in my apartment, and he clicked two and three
1: to equal five. Like, instead of just clicking five. Instead of just clicking five. five. Yeah. That's a tough bounce. Yeah. So much has just been stoned out of his mind. Yeah, probably. Everybody is.
0: But anyway, what are we even talking about today? Did I introduced Greg Powers here, and he's on the line. Wait, on. No, uh, I, I,
1: I just thought about this because this happened to me today. Why – and I have to get this off my chest. Go, go ahead. ahead my go ahead. Uh, Why the fuck does it always take like 35 minutes to get deli meat at a grocery – like the grocery store? Like if you have to go and you have to have them – uh, cut it up for you, unless you're going to buy that super processed package shit. That's disgusting. The Oscar yeah, Mayer shit. Yeah, that's not like baloney and stuff. Yeah. Why does it always take so long? Every time I go there, I spend like nine to ninety hours just like standing in line. And they're always, they're always like, whenever you get there, you realize why it takes so long. They always have to ask you, oh, like, what kind, what, what thickness of slice you want? Thinness? Do you want? And
0: every, do you want. Th-
1: yeah. Like I just go, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's like medium, whatever the meat cutters already on. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, they always say do you want it launched
0: meat? Do you want it I always say I just want it like thin sliced. yeah and they'll be like 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 sandwich
1: thin or like shredded thin? And, and you and go and I, I what kind of sandwich are you thinking? Like you can put lettuce on it or and then they cut it and they show you like they hold up, and go, is this okay? I spit on my phone. And then uh Yeah why don't And then they you go, yeah, that? like it doesn't guy, it doesn't matter. It's just sandwich meat like even if you fuck up I, like no one's gonna die from this. Why are you pay attention to my meat? Yeah, and then and then they ask you if you want a sample. God, I just package my meat. It's just not cut that. My meat. Yeah, just cut my fucking meat. People are dying in Yemen. None of this matters. Like, yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Every single time I go there, it's just it's such a. Cause think about it. If they okay. So say they cut it too thin. You just put more slices on. Right. And it cut it too thick. You just put less on. It's not that big of a deal. I don't. I think it's a texture thing though. You think it, so you, are you saying that? It's a texture thing. It's a feel So a a thinner slice tastes different from a thicker slice? I think, I I would argue that.
0: But But I don't think it's important because it, you're you're right. It takes, I stopped getting, what do you call it? Deli meat lunch? Everyone calls it something stupid. Cold cuts, deli cum, deli meat. I call it deli meat. Yeah, I just say deli meat. Yeah. I don't like saying lunch meat. It reminds me of
1: something. First else. of all, I don't, always, I don't always have it for lunch, yeah. too. So don't, like, that's just... I'm not in make, fourth it, grade. You know, those are da- dangerous accusations. Yeah, first of all, yeah. No I don't more. really like cold cuts, either. Yeah. Cold cuts. It, it just sounds, sounds like... It reminds me of bologna. That's yeah. why.
0: Cold cuts. I can't believe they used to feed people bologna. I didn't, you know, I didn't get a paper cut in New Hampshire. It's not it calling it cold cut. It's just yeah. deli meat. It comes from the deli and it's meat. Yeah, it's just the worst. Just- they really focus on your meat. They hold it up like they're like pinning laundry outside. Remember when yeah. you see that? I bit my tongue? Oh, God damn it. I remember like. Oh, God. Our ancestors are so stupid. These people, remember they used to hang up their shirts like on clothes, uh, what do you call them? Clotheslines. Clotheslines with the pins? Yeah. They hold up your deli meat like that. Yeah. Is this, is this is, good? Is this good? Is this good? No, Stooker. a little bit thinner.
1: One time I said. A little bit th- thinner. One time he. And then, <laughs> then pull out a gun and, mur- and shoot me in the head. Shoot me right in the dick. One time he said, is this okay? Like the slice? And, and I go, yeah. He goes, fine. And then he grabs another slice and he puts it right on my my face cheeks. He goes, is this okay? And he starts rubbing on my face. And I was like, yeah, this is good. Like, when was this? Uh it was two weeks ago. Two weeks two weeks ago yesterday. And then uh and then he goes, Is this okay? And then he pulled me and he started making out with me.
0: The guy actually took one of my deli meats. I said, I want it thin cut. And he goes, Okay, sure. He goes, Is this okay? And he holds it up. And then he took it, and then he literally pulled down his his pantaloons and wiped his ass.
1: <laughs> and then he says, Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this, is this deli meat okay with my shit on it? One time the guy the guy pulled out a gun to his head. he put it to his head. He says, is "This okay? is okay. This just okay." He just started screaming, and and his boss came in. He's like, "Derek, what the fuck are you doing?" Not again. Not again, Derek. God damn it. We yeah. have uh, we have coach powers on the line. But real quick, you're absolutely right. It takes weight. Way- Why don't they just pre-cut the meat? Just in general, yeah. Just in, yeah. Just in general, the food industry focus. think they think they're more what they're doing is more important like when you so ever been a restaurant do you ever go to a restaurant and it's like they have to come over like three times to check if everything's okay like ma'am yeah as long, if i'm not like you can come over and ask me if i'm if i'm doing okay if i'm crying or if i physically am drowning in my my lobster bisque like you don't you don't need to come over and i feel like they wait until they they're like hiding behind a door and they wait till you have the biggest mouthful of food to come over and ask for everything yeah. okay yeah, I was at Fleming's the other day because I'm so rich and famous
0: now from this podcast, and they had the waiter come over, the water boy come over. The whoa, 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 let me interject myself. Water boy, you know what I can't fucking stand is when they fill up your water when it's not done yet. Yeah, I'm a man that starts what I finish.
1: Yeah, finish and what you
0: I don't start. want you filling up my water when I'm not done yet. Like I'm not fucking done. Yeah, you know what you're supposed to do? with? You take your fucking candid ass back to the fucking kitchen. Oh, when you see my wa- when it's empty. Then you come fill it up.
1: What you do next time is you have them fill it up and go, and you go how's, how's this? And you splash, splash, you splash it right saying, in their face. You know, and you slam it on the table. You go, fill this up.
0: Fill up this bitch. Yeah. But anyway.
1: And they're always like, and, and, and when you come in, they always, the waiters always think like the, your, this dining experience is going to be so different from your prior one. They always right. go, uh, welcome to TGI Fridays. Have you dined with us before? and you go no you yeah. like yeah no I don't know and he goes okay well we do things a little bit differently around here and they yeah. never do anything different no. it's always the same process it's always you order your drinks they grab your drinks you order your food and they grab your food there's never yeah. like any like the waiters never if you're gonna do if you're gonna ask me if I've ever been there before and that you do things differently I want it to be like a different experience like when you bring my food over, you slam it right into my face. Right, unless you pick me up by my
0: collar and literally just beat the living shit out of me. Yeah. Don't tell me that you're doing things differently. This is just like every other restaurant yeah. I've been we, to.
1: We do things a little bit differently here. The waiter comes out with the machete and just chops my arm off. That's what yeah. I want. I want different.
0: Yeah, so anyway, I was at Fleming's and... The waiter came up and asked me, and then the hostess actually came to the table, and I thought something was wrong. And then the, there's always some random guy. Whenever you're at a steakhouse, there's always some guy in a blazer yeah, that it, comes and asks if, if everything's okay. He always yeah, goes if, like if this. He goes ha- okay. like,
1: "Everything okay over here?" Like rubs his hands together. Yeah, and, and go, then he'll yeah. just go back to standing near
0: the kitchen. It's just some
1: dude in a blazer. Yeah, I don't think he, he probably doesn't work there. It's just if you wear a blazer, you can get away with pretty much anything. Yeah,
0: everything is fine, and it's not like I'm gonna say no,
1: right? It's yeah, like, it's like I would. It's the same. It's like coming home from school as a kid. Like
0: the every, like every other kid, you would come home from school, your mom would ask you, how are you doing, and you'd be like, I hate you, and throw your backpack against the drywall. It's just like that. It's the same thing every day. It's the same thing in a restaurant. I'm going to say it's good. I'm not going to say it's bad. This is 1975 or 6. We don't—1964— Back in the day, old people used to be like, no, this isn't good. My fucking ass stinks. Yeah, uh, they, old people now were like I,
1: complaining. It's right. Millennials, we're kind of just like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, like, we know fucking, we're, we're all going to die someday. Anyways. toenails
0: in my, you know, soup of the day. But yeah, whatever. Man. Fuck it. Yeah, it was Back fine. in the day, like, if there was, God forbid, anything was wrong, if the fucking salt wasn't white enough, my dad would freak out in the restaurant. Yeah. I like, put you know, my hard earned tax money dollars in here and you know, just fucking
1: yeah. Christ. It's just like Greg is on the line by the way. Oh, okay, let's roll into that. Should we keep talking about this or no? I just have a quick idea. I, go ahead, go ahead. You know how you know it'd be pretty funny if it, it like it's called the dandruff bar and grill and uh, this is your idea. This is my idea. Okay, I'm and it's in the so all the waiters, you know, have, when people say I'm all ears, <laughs> I'm all ears. Oh my god, just kill me. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Uh, so you know how so like you know how the waiter will come around it's the dandruff farm grill. Okay. And all the waiters have really bad dandruff. Uh and you know how they come around like, like on your pasta or whatever, like and they at, they come around with the cracked pepper. Like, like at an Italian place. At an Italian place yep. and they come around and just t- they go tell me yep. when and they Yep. yep you go when? It's like that. So the yep. guy comes the person comes over and goes and she goes, or he and goes, Tell me when and she just starts shaking her hair into your food and just like so it's kind <laughs> So it's like the Parmesan cheese thing. Yeah, where like they walk Parme- over with that huge tool. Yeah, but they-
0: dandruff. So, and then he. So what's the target market, like, like people want uh, dandruff on their food, or
1: just like sickos, or? Uh, I didn't really think that. I'm fiscally, I didn't look at it through a fiscal aspect. I was just more thinking it'd be funny if someone said "tell me when" and started shaking their scalp into your food. I would try it. Yeah, try people, everything once. That's true.
0: You know who you know what it's funny about the term try everything once old people clearly didn't get that memo cuz like like I'll have grandparents that'll
1: just they've been living in the same house for 95 years. Yeah. Grandma,
0: there's other places you literally can leave.
1: Yeah, the older the older generations love like being born and dying in the same spot. It's so stupid. But anyway, speaking of people uh speaking
0: of wrinkly old people. Here, now how old is Coach Powers? I'm not going to ask him it's
1: rude. He doesn't look a day over
0: 20. Uh, imagine Greg Powers is 20. He's coaching the squad <laughs> Steve goes into school. with the boys. All right, uh, with that being said, wow, he's been on hold a while. We're going to – we're gonna. We're gonna ha- what's a good segue to get into an interview? Like we're not good at I this. I think the segue, by the way, was
1: actually invented in New Hampshire. Miami King. Well, I mean King. That's a was... pretty
0: cold state. You can't even use it in the,
1: the, yeah, the roads ice over. I don't think you can put winter tires on it.
0: On a Segway? Yeah. The tires
1: are pretty big. That's true.
0: The only time I was on a Segway was when, I think I was in Florida, uh, before my family just disintegrated in an awful, brutal divorce that impacted everybody. We went to Florida, like some cheap fuck resort. Fuck, I gotta cut that out. But uh, I went on a Segway, I remember, because it was like the shit that like white people did and shit. Yeah,
1: like wearing like cat- cat- khaki pants and boat shoes. Yeah. ASU kids used to love boat shoes. I don't know if they do. Do people still wear boat shoes? I haven't seen a pair of boat shoes since the silent era. When was the silent era? I think I think audio was introduced into film around the 20s. 19, 2000?
0: 2000,
1: we got to get into this. He's on the line. All right.
0: All right. If you don't know, we are interviewing Greg Powers, who's the head coach of ASU Hockey. He literally took a pro- club program with his bare hands and turned it into a Division One powerhouse. Because they're good. Let's not lie here. They're fucking good. Um, if you beat anyone that Wisconsin, Minnesota, I don't care if it's Mankato, I don't care if it's fucking RPI. If you compete with those guys, you're good. ASU's good, thanks to so we guy Powers. And let's just which is which is just jibble jabble yeah, into we'll it just here. Scribble, scribble it into this. scribble jabble okay right now we have greg powers the head coach at asu hockey and uh coach
1: powers thanks for coming on
2: thanks for having me on
1: people refer to the asu hockey program as the john wilkes booth of d1 sports because it kind of comes out of nowhere and just blew everyone away so when did this vision for d1 hockey start out west for you like when did you see this as a real possibility
2: do, do you know what the people ask me that all the time the honest answer is didn't we didn't we didn't ever we didn't ever try to be d1 we just we were a powerhouse club program and and i think over five years the five years that i was a head coach we were 169 and 23 we won a national championship and oh, it caught the caught the attention of the right people and here we are as a division one program so we just focused on what was right in front of us now now we're uh we're where we want to be
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, why did you yourself choose to play hockey at Arizona State? Because like my reason is because I play there as well. And I saw a video like really, I saw a video of a pool party and then I on YouTube and I was like, I got to go to this school and I wasn't even going to plan on playing hockey anymore. And then I found out the club program was like unreal, like all all the club teams. So it was a kind of an easy choice for me. My dad absolutely wanted to kick my ass because he wanted me to stay like in state because the tuition and stuff. But what was the process like for you?
2: Is exact same. I played club hockey at ASU just like you, and the pool parties were were unbelievable. I have no idea how they are now, but the, uh, the back in the day they were awesome. And uh, I'd never been west of the Mississippi before. I came out to visit campus, and and uh, I remember telling my mom, "There's no way in hell I wasn't going to Arizona State after visiting."
0: Yeah, that was kind of my thing too. Like I kind of, the pool parties are still unreal. I mean, I had to stop taking my shirt off because all the booze and the pizza caught up to me. But anyway, how do you pitch the school now or how do you, or do most guys come to you? I mean, I can't imagine, I mean, you probably get a shit ton of emails.
2: Yeah, I get a lot. It, it, I mean, for you, and you, when you, back when you were with, with us, He's like it was, it, we were like an urban legend. You know, like it was like, oh, I guess you has got this really good club program. They're, they're, you know, who wouldn't want to go to AFC? So we were getting guys to play for our top club team that, that were, you know, low end Division One caliber players, maybe passing up a blow of money or walk on opportunities. And so that was how we built that. But now, obviously, at, at, at the highest level, we're bringing in guys that, that want to continue to play and play in the National Hockey League. So you, you got to go get really good kids, good students, and. And kids that are serious about hockey, they don't let the distractions of a place like Arizona State get to them and and get in the way of their goals.
0: Yeah, I figured that would be a big part of it because I was going to ask it. what are the official visits like now? I remember because when I played, my official visit was pretty much Troy Scott, uh, former Sun Devil, taking me to Mill and (laughs) just drinking until I literally couldn't stand up. So I'm sure a lot has changed. So what's it like for uh, an incoming freshman now?
2: I can't imagine Troy doing that but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know uh, no, 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 now it's it's all business man you know like I mean these kids again you want kids that want to come here and help us build a program help us win a national championship it's the same as it was then but you know th- there's a lot of new rules with being an NCAA program and, and you got to always be on the, the up and up in every way, and uh, so when guys come in, it's 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 a structured itinerary. They meet with academic people, they meet with athletic directors, they spend a lot of time with me, they hang out with the players a little bit, um, but they're they're really with with asu personnel more than more than anybody so it's a little different than when troy hosted
1: and so when this whole thing started uh the wheels started getting in motion were there players that didn't take you seriously coaches peers because for some people it's such like a foreign concept to have a competitive team out west even though like you play indoors so it doesn't really matter but uh were were there people that you just like could tell that were just doubting the whole program
2: oh yeah There, there there was there was a ton of them um I think there was a ton of them because of how fast we jumped into it. It kind of, it kind of came out of nowhere in the hockey world. Like it was just, we won a national championship at the club level. And then in November, out of nowhere, there's a press conference saying that we're elevating the program to Division One, and then they're hiring their club coach, quote-unquote club coach, to do it. So I think a lot of people didn't take us serious and um, and, and, and didn't think that we could be successful. And, and we learned really, really quick into it, and it me especially. Um was just to focus on the people that did believe in us and, and did believe in me and, and believed in our vision and, and then surround yourself with those people. And, and, and it's amazing what can happen when, when you have a, a, a group of players and staff and, and people around you that, that all share a common vision and, and want to make that vision a reality. It's, and that's, that's kind of what's happening here. Uh, And so
1: I I did like hours and hours of research and and I found that you graduated from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism uh, with a bachelor's degree. Uh, Is creating this D1 program uh, at ASU just sort of like a lucrative plan to become a sports journalist, like just parlay into a future in sports journalism or uh, do you see yourself coaching? For, I, for think, the- I think it's, you know what, I think it's more of a backup plan if coaching doesn't work out
2: long-term, and I have I have some high-level coaching experience now, coupled with my journalism degree, and, and, and to be honest, like, I was hoping maybe you guys would invite me to be, like, a co-host every once in a
0: while. you have to just talk to our management team, because we're, like, all of a sudden we're just so rich and famous now, like, I can't, speaking of rich and famous, though, like the paycheck of being a club coach and ncaa coach are a little bit different like what have you been kind of doing are there any maseratis involved or do you kind of just invest your salary back into the team like to practice jerseys and stuff <laughs> back in the club days there was no salary it
2: cost me money but luckily i, I had a business that did, did okay and was able to support my family with it now um it's nice it's obviously it's 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 what i tell everybody it beats working the asu takes good care of me i have a tesla i don't have a maserati so i'm not quite <laughs> at that level yet but uh but uh, it's it's been good it, you know like to, to wake up every day and, and and be around you know young men and, and, and kids that you love and the game you love and staff you love is i'm, I'm really really
0: lucky Getting back to the Tesla, we are an environmentalist podcast, um, but if the metal straw company doesn't give us the money, then we're just going to go back to using regular straws, but... um, There's
2: nothing worse than drinking out of a paper straw, those, those, I agree, like I'm all all about about the normal straws, yeah, they're they're no good.
0: Speaking of, like, the whole vision and everything, like, is it it's final right the the rink is moving on campus that's like a hundred percent yeah
2: yeah we'll be we'll be in a five thousand seat building in 2021
0: it's gonna be unreal holy shit um so when that happens are you a little bit concerned about the player safety when commuting to the rink because like the ladies like i can't imagine the girls are just gonna be swarming all over there like have you considered hiring security for guys to to walk to the rink we've looked into it actually the uh
2: (laughs) We've looked into it, and and I don't know how feasible it's going to be if ASU will let me slide it into the budget. But um, luckily, our guys now are in really good shape, and they they can take care of themselves. So I think I think they'll be okay. But it's you know, I mean, now that you mentioned it, it's really something we might want to look at even more seriously than we already have.
0: How on God's green earth did you get Johnny Walker's diet back on track? Because I have some inside sources. <laughs> and my sources are saying like he was wielding like a barrel like it looked like there was a Toyota Camry under his shirt so like how did you guys get him back on track and how do you get your players to obviously they there's an expectation coming into camp how do you get them to not eat hungry Howie's at 2 30 in the morning Johnny was what we we refer to as a, a
2: project when, when talking about uh, bodies um uh, Hell of a hockey player, hell of a kid. Love the kid more than anything on on earth. But he, he came in at nineteen point nine percent body fat. Jesus. <laughs> and nineteen point nine, and and now he's, he's right about ten. And uh, it's so sad. So we we actually just had a, a seminar. We talked about Johnny and uh, college hockey seminar for our camp. And and so Johnny, his freshman year, he was was not in shape there's no secret uh, that he was not in shape at all and then and then he started to dedicate himself to diet and doing the right things away from the the rink and, and then in december he had up to december he had one goal and after december he had 16 Jeez. and then last year he's, he scored 23 led the ncaa in goal scoring and he actually was offered an nhl contract and turned it down to come back so he's he's completely dedicated himself
1: but uh it hasn't been easy for him or us, but but, but he's there. <laughs> uh, just, just sort of looping back to the whole, uh, you know, putting the arena in, around the, the school, uh, we re- we had some ideas because I mean, we feel like we should create a dip- different atmosphere that uh, sort of embodies ASU life. And so we were thinking, like, I know you, like, you don't have direct say in this, but if you could run these ideas by someone, we were thinking of putting, like, a bottled blonde inside the arena to create kind of like an electric atmosphere and get people going to the games and stuff.
0: Yeah. Like maybe I was thinking like, you know how the diamondbacks have that pool in the outfield. Like what about pool, hot tub, like along the glass, like for student section, like maybe even go as far as filling the penalty box up with water. So like guys can kind of get that feel that they're at a pool party. Yeah. Uh, maybe B- bottle girls, bottle girls the- opening the gates.
1: Yeah. And then after, and then right after the game they melt the ice into water, obviously. And then everybody just gets in and it's just one big pool party. What are your I, thoughts I on think, that? I
2: think we need to hire you guys as consultants. I, I like all those ideas a lot. I think, I think we've come up with some pretty cool ones. Like we want to have our locker room, like on a second level and it, have like an ice ramp that our guys like skate down <laughs> between the student section and go on the ice through. Um, like a live DJ in the middle of the student oh, section. yeah, that, around that's that. good. yeah, yeah you know, I'm sure, Robbie, you could hook us up with, the, with
1: somebody that could, that could spin some tunes. Yeah, Robbie knows a lot of DJ.
2: I'll
0: probably do it but, myself, honestly, because the, the thing about DJs, like, the only qualification there is, you just have to have like 500 stickers on your laptop, so I can make that work, and I could probably do it myself. You guys, I don't know, you might have, yeah. Um, I mean, hey,
2: we, we want to take care of alumni, you know? It, uh so that makes sense, but I like your ideas. I think I think there's some some uh, some some credence to
0: you know a bottle blonde type place in, inside our arena. It's got some Arizona heritage to it. They, they started here, right? There's a bottle blonde in Chicago. I know that. But, yeah, there's one in Chicago. Uh,
2: I think it started here, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like... I, I like your
2: ideas. I'll, 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 I'll run those by, by our, our athletic
0: directors. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I, I can imagine, like, let's say, you know, some North Dakota comes in or Wisconsin comes in, and maybe maybe you steal some of their top guys. Like, they come here, and it's just so, like, un, you know, it's unbelievable that you just kind of get them to transfer during the season or I don't know. think right during the game. I mean, I think it's a good way to get to the top. Like, we were talking to... Um, Clayton Keller about how hockey should have a um, like super teams like we should just start that in college. That's not a bad idea.
2: It Probably would be against NCAA rules, but okay. um, in theory, you you want you want kids to come in and, and be envious of what our guys have, and I think they already are. But once we have that that arena, especially with hot tubs and ice ramps and stuff, it's it's gonna take it next level
0: yeah for sure um and circling back about guys being drafted and stuff like that what was it like for you watching uh, last year's starting goalie joey DeCord play in an nhl game like i i watched it and when i saw that sun devil gear on an nhl sheet i was really like it was pretty cool to see um and obviously none of the goals were his fault it was like buffalo's defense core obviously i mean <laughs> if it wasn't for him they would have lost by like 20 goals but A couple times, you know, no one got the high guy. Like, no one's there for the third rebound. Like, it was completely Buffalo's fault they lost. But I thought he played pretty good. But what was it like to see an alumni, you know, get in an NHL game?
2: That was awesome, man. I I flew out for it. I wasn't going to miss it. It was right after we got eliminated from the tournament. So, Joey called me that Monday and said that that he was going to sign. He was in the air, but then they gave him a game and and he decided to do it. Obviously, incredibly proud of him. Very happy for him, and, and to see you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. Not only our first player in the National Hockey League on, on NHL ice, but he's out there in all of his Sundell stuff. So it was it was it was incredible uh, exposure for our program, and, and, uh, and he did a great job. He played well. It was it was exciting, and uh, it's definitely a, a moment for our
1: program, and, and certainly him and his family that nobody will ever forget. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And so so now that you're at the the D1 level it seems like when you're coaching behind the bench D1 professional uh you're expected to wear a suit on the bench and so I was just curious uh what are your thoughts on taking a page out of baseball's book where the the coach dresses in full uniform like do you think that would work if like a hockey coach dressed in his full uniform like even skates included
2: It's funny you mentioned that actually because we're gassing the suits this year. The staff's gassing the suits. Like, really? we're tired of it. Like, it makes no sense. Like, why do football coaches and, and baseball coaches, not, well, not necessarily baseball, football and basketball, they're going to, they, they to wear whatever they want, right? So why do we have yeah. to sit around a rink for two hours in a, in a monkey suit, you know, uh, uncomfortable, and in yeah. and, and some rinks cold? So we're, we're, we're not going to go full uniform, but... <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna gas the suits and 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 uh, go a little business casual. You guys should be yeah, like
1: full Gucci uh, sweatsuits suits, so that'd be pretty cool. Like a tiger on the back of the the sweater and stuff. Yeah,
2: that's an idea. We could do that. Yeah, gas suits maybe. I don't know. I bet we're 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 gassing the suits. Like, we they're, do. They're out.
1: We literally always wonder that,
0: cause it's not like you guys are trying to sell insurance. Like you guys are trying to coach a hockey game. Like there's a lot of pacing up and down. Like there's a lot of. Yep. We're always trying to figure out why are these guys wearing suits? I think Tortorella last year was the first guy to like wear a sweatshirt and kind of. or a hoodie. Um. Yeah. yeah hoodie. And like the beat writers obviously need stuff to talk about, so they wrote like about it in a negative way. But I I thought it was genius. Like I, I thought like why yeah, why are we doing this? Why are we making these guys like? I understand that you can get. What seventy five suits for the price of one at Jose Bank? Yeah, Jose Bank. But away. at the same at the same time, um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And you guys are obviously, you know what, ASU should just pioneer everything. Like yeah,
2: yeah, we, we it's the plan. We're, we and I'm not I'm not messing. Like we we literally have like our equipment guy got us. and He's the best equipment guy in the business. He's unreal. He got us all this really cool Adidas stuff to wear on the bench this year. We're not we're not wearing suits. We're gonna be in China in a week playing in a, in a preseason uh, tournament and you'll see you'll see you will not see us in suits that's yeah. what I like to see yeah
0: that's what we like to see and um, alright I think that's uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time usually people don't really like talking to us so um, I think we're just gonna wrap it up with that <laughs> and uh, thanks for coming on we appreciate it and uh, hopefully we can get you back on here in the future
2: absolutely we love it keep doing a great job boys
0: I think that went alright a little off track we didn't stick to the script at all yeah. Uh, when I'm interviewing people, I, I like get into the mic too much because I'm not paying attention because I'm like doing the audio and shit. Yeah. I feel like I sound like a
1: fucking idiot. I probably do. I, always, I mean, like, I have a pretty I bad voice. I to keep remembering to stop putting my lips on the mic. Yeah, I've seen you do that a few
0: times. Yeah. Because I have a pretty bad voice anyway. Where where does your voice come from? What part of your family?
1: Like who do I blame for that? The voice comes from your stepmother's uh, dad's side. Like uh, like the, from the... the, 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 the comes from the butt. So I have a pretty bad voice. Your voice is actually the noise that comes out of your butt and your mouth, and the fart farting is actually your voice. Yeah, but where do the
0: voice Where does the voice come from?
1: That that show on like does the air? This, this no is no no food. not oh. Simon
0: Cowell no 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 like the air that makes your voice is that coming up from my
1: stomach? I think you're like a soft thing. It, it bounces off your the inner part of your esophagus.
0: Like so, my stomach's
1: talking and it's vibrating yeah. throughout my mouth. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Because the voice was invented in 1922 by John Voice. I thought it was by Stephen Tyler. Wait, who did? Oh, you're right.
0: You're right. Like, how do you have your voice? Like, what? What vocal? Can you get a voice implant? You can change your voice. That's what
1: Darth Vader did.
0: Oh yeah, he had. Yeah, but he went to. He got that surgery done in Malibu. I don't have that kind of. I don't. Have you don't that have that Malibu money. money. No, not yet. Yeah. Not from this podcast. Yeah. You know what's going to be really awkward when we start making just fucking bank and like everyone's, everyone's just going to be like, oh, you guys are so lucky. Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? We're fucking drinking cold brews and busting our
1: balls. Yeah. I, I work out like 20 hours a day just getting in shape for this. Me too. That's why, I, that's why I have such a nice body.
0: I haven't seen my family in years. Yeah.
1: I've cut off everybody that I used to know just to focus on this. Yeah.
0: Oh, you guys... Are you,
1: do you think you'll do you think you'll end up dodging the neck with the draft when we go to war with Iran? Uh, I yeah, I'll probably end up. up. Where been. would you go if you if you had to dip? Probably like Cabo. Yeah, that's probably smart.
0: They have no extradition, right? I don't know. All right, wanna cut? Wanna be done with this? I have to go to that doctor's appointment. The butt yeah, it's stinging again.